Francisco at his post. Enter to him Bernardo. Who's there? said Bernardo. Nay, answer me, said Francisco. Stand and unfold yourself. Long live the king, said Bernardo. Bernardo? asked Francisco. He, said Bernardo. You come most carefully upon your hour, said Francisco. Tis now struck twelve. Get thee to bed, Francisco, said Bernardo. For this relief much thanks, said Francisco. Tis bitter cold, and I am sick at heart. Have you had quiet guard? asked Bernardo. Not a mouse stirring, said Francisco. Well, good night, said Bernardo. If you do meet Horatio and Marcellus, the rivals of my watch, bid them make haste. I think I hear them, said Francisco. Stand, ho! Who is there? Enter Horatio and Marcellus. Friends to this ground, said Horatio. And liegemen to the Dane, said Marcellus. Give you good night, said Francisco. Oh, farewell, honest soldier, said Marcellus. Who hath relieved you? Bernardo has my place, replied Francisco. Give you good night. Exit. Hola, Bernardo, said Marcellus. Say, said Bernardo. What, is Horatio there? A piece of him, replied Horatio. Welcome, Horatio. Welcome, good Marcellus, said Bernardo. What, has this thing appeared again tonight? asked Marcellus. I have seen nothing, replied Bernardo. Horatio says tis but our fantasy, and will not let belief take hold of him touching this dreaded sight, twice seen of us, said Marcellus. Therefore I have entreated him along with us to watch the minutes of this night, that, if again this apparition come, he may approve our eyes and speak to it. Tush, tush, twill not appear, said Horatio. Sit down a while, and let us once again assail your ears, that are so fortified against our story, what we two knights have seen, said Bernardo. Well, sit we down, and let us hear Bernardo speak of this, said Horatio. Last night of all, said Bernardo, when yon same star that's westward from the pole had made his course to illume that part of heaven where now it burns, Marcellus and myself, the bell then beating one. Peace break thee off, said Marcellus. Look where it comes again. Enter ghost, armed. In the same figure, like the king that's dead, said Bernardo. Thou art a scholar, said Marcellus. Speak to it, Horatio. Looks it not like the king, asked Bernardo. Mark it, Horatio. Most like. It harrows me with fear and wonder, said Horatio. It would be spoke to, said Bernardo. Question it, Horatio, said Marcellus. What art thou that usurps this time of night, together with that fair and warlike form in which the majesty of buried Denmark did sometimes march? said Horatio. By heaven I charge thee, speak. It is offended, said Marcellus. See, it stalks away, said Bernardo. Stay, speak, speak, said Horatio. I charge thee, speak. Exit ghost. Tis gone, and will not answer, said Marcellus. How now, Horatio, said Bernardo. You tremble and look pale. 
Is not this something more than fantasy? What think you on it? Before my God, I might not disbelieve without the sensible and true avouch of mine own eyes, said Horatio. Is it not like the king? said Marcellus. As thou art to thyself, said Horatio. Such was the very armour he had on when he, the ambitious Norway, combated. So frowned he once when, in an angry parley, he smote the sledded pollocks on the ice. Tis strange. Thus twice before, and jump at this dead hour, with martial stalk hath he gone by our watch, said Marcellus. In what particular thought to work I know not, said Horatio, but in the gross and scope of my opinion this bodes some strange eruption to our state. Good now, sit down, and tell me, he that knows, why this same strict and most observant watch so nightly toils the subject of the land, said Marcellus.